Darren, welcome inside the crazy ant farm, man. What's up, man? Thanks for having me. This is cool. I'm excited. Uh, yeah, we got so much to talk to you about, especially the new movie coming out with Chadwick Boseman, 21 Bridges. Yeah, it's cool. Oh. It's crazy. I'm, I'm, I'm here in New York right now, and there, there's just like posters everywhere. Oh, and I bet. No joke, like, oh, there's like these big billboards over the bridges. I don't know if it's over every bridge. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's uh, it's exciting. I'm really excited to check it out uh, soon. Yeah, awesome. Awesome. that's really cool, man. That's really cool. I bet that's just such, a, such an epic feeling as well. Um, yeah. But uh, what we like to do at the beginning of each guest segment is uh, introduce our guests to our audience. Tell us how you got started in the entertainment industry. Is it something you always wanted to do? When did you get started, and uh, when did you catch that acting bug? <laughs> yeah, well, I, I mean, I think it was at a really... Yeah, I, I don't know if it was like the bug bug, but it was it was. I grew up in a performing arts household, mm-hmm. so I grew up. Uh, my mother is a voice teacher still to this day, a singer. My father was a, a reporter for for the Channel Seven News, like ABC in uh, in Long Island. Mm. Also, you know, a singer, uh, actor. So I feel like it was kind of in the blood a little bit, or just kind of subconsciously, I always wanted to kind of perform uh, as a kid here mm-hmm. and there, and I was encouraged to do so. Um, <laughs> you know, but I think it's weird, you know, I, then I went, but then as I got older, I, I really got interested in the film. And mm-hmm. I went to film school, actually, before I even became, you know, started to think about really becoming an actor, a working actor as a career, as a profession. Right. Um, but, but I think what happened was, when I really decided to get the, uh, where I f- kind of figured it out or just something happened, I was working on the Bernie Mac show as a camera assistant in LA through an internship in college because mm-hmm. I was a film major and I, I love, I love, I love all that. I love doing that side, but I, for whatever reason, I just, there was something where I was like, Oh, you know, I really gotta start doing this whole on the camera thing, you know, on the other side on the camera. Yeah. Because I, you know, performed in high school, I did some variety shows and like sketch shows and things like that. Mm-hmm. But that was the moment where I was like, okay, you know, like whatever this is, I love, well, I love production and behind the scenes, mm-hmm. but I wasn't really personally satisfied. So after that, I kind of started somewhat late. I, I guess maybe my early to mid twenties, I really started to go full on with, uh, with really focusing on being an actor and make sure I, you know, was properly trained mm. and just tried to do all what I felt was necessary to make a living doing this or to at least, have, you know, uh, feel good about what I was doing and, and working properly. That's awesome. That's awesome to hear because I always go back to what uh, Harrison Ford said or at least uh, what he had to do. He was a carpenter on the set of Star Wars. So, I mean, yeah. it's all about just getting yourself on set and then figuring out what you want to do in which genre or which like area you want to work in. So that's awesome you figured it out. Yeah, you mentioned you know the, the, the proper training and going to film school and, and doing the thing. Once you decided that you wanted to make the move in front of the camera, were you able to utilize a lot of the experience that you had behind the camera like to get on set and get yourself more seen or more known to, to make the move in front of the camera? Or how did you eventually, or did you just go the route, I'm going to go get an agent, I'm going to do this? How would you get in front of the camera eventually? Yeah, I mean, I think for sure, like, my background in film and how a, a set works is mm-hmm. was super beneficial to me uh, in any situation. But as far as, 
like getting the whole on camera. It wasn't like I worked. I, I, it wasn't like I kind of did PA stuff and like went to the director to like you know the Bacardi commercial we're shooting. Like, hey man, um, <laughs> you know, I, <laughs> can I hop in on this uh, this party right here? It right, wasn't right, so right. Much, so much like that. But it was, you know, again, yeah, more, like, I did a lot of casting networks and just did a lot of student films, and it went more of that route, and then finally got an agent where I was able to get in the door to some offices and start to get noticed, or at least, you know, start to get familiar. But I do have to say, kind of going back to that question, there, there is something that I think, um, you know, the, the, the crew enjoys, you know, I think it's really beneficial all around for me, because, again, I know how a set works, I kind of know... Um, it's good to know where the camera is. Sometimes you shouldn't know where the camera is because, you know, it'll get you, you know. Definitely. But then also, as far as, because I edit too, I still kind of edit, you know, for fun. Mm -hmm. So it's also too, to, and you know, you don't want to be too, you don't want to be thinking about, but but it is a point where it's like, okay, um, let me, you know, do some different things here. They'll they'll edit what they need. They, I'll give them what they need. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I think all around it is, it's, it's, it's good to have that knowledge. And I think too, just as a cinephile, I'm kind of a self-proclaimed cinephile. As an actor, it's kind of like, if I'm working with something, I kind of know what they've done and kind of what they're working on. So I think the more knowledge you have and the more love and the passion you have for the business you're in, in any business, it's only really going to help, you know? Definitely, definitely. And I mean, especially starting off behind the camera, making as much connections as you can. I mean, because then you got the inside scoop of when a casting call is happening and when an audition is yeah. happening. So that's awesome to hear. And I love that yeah. Yeah, you definitely sound like a scholar of the game. And, yeah. you know, the one word that you, you threw out there that we hear consistently from our guests and, and ourselves also for what we do, passion. Mm -hmm. I think that's absolutely right. You have to have a passion for what you're doing yeah, and for yeah. what you love or, or it's not going to work. And I mean, and, and so I yeah. love when I love when our guests throw that out there. And I got to ask, I, I'm yeah. just going to put this out there because, yeah. you know, you brought up the, the family and the background and being from yeah. New York. and Dude, you sound like you could absolutely kill like some standards. Do you sing? Like, are, are, do you drop some Sinatra, bro? <laughs> um, I don't really sing, like, for, uh, I, I can do, it's not something I like, I mean, you never know. I mean, if it was a cool project, I sure. probably would. But it's not something, like, I didn't go into musical theater, I didn't, like, start, a, you know, I was in a band in, like, uh, college, but I was, like, playing keyboards you know nothing crazy right right i, I think like if if it's there I, I would i would do it if there was like a cool role mm -hmm. i totally but as far as like um actively you know because i i have friends that you know have done broadway and they do a lot of musical stuff and that's like a whole other world and yeah. i have such respect for for like you know the singer dance the triple threat if you will mm -hmm. But I'd love to, you know, have some fun, do some karaoke. But again, like, I think having that in my tool bag is definitely helpful, like, you know. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I had to ask like, yeah. her. Yeah, I had to ask because I'm just listening to you talk the whole time. I'm like, this guy could totally kill standards. It'd be awesome. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's a pretty epic. So, all right. Um, you do, you've done a lot of television appearances also and in film and everything. Do you have one that you prefer? Cinephile. I love that you brought up that you're us yeah. too, by the way, because I feel like if you're going to be in this industry and do this industry, you got to be watching films. you got to exactly. watch a lot of it. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Do you have one that you prefer or do you like the pacing of television or, or the instant gratification maybe or more so, I guess, in television <clears throat> as opposed to film? Or which side do you prefer? Well, you know, I think – as you guys probably both know, I mean, TV has changed so much oh, yeah, over the totally. years. I mean, I've been watching now, Watchmen, like you know, and, and everything, and it's like it's so cinem. It's there, there's 
I think it's more uh, the difference of well, it's, it's, it's almost like you can't. They're they're almost you know in the same realm now as far as some of the TV that you know the quality and the production value mm-hmm. and almost a bit of the time that they allow to get things done. So. I mean, you know, even like when I shot, I shot an episode of Mr. Robot a few years ago, mm-hmm. and and that was, I, and I think that was, you know, a, that really felt like being on a film set. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I, you know, it's weird. I think there are, there is something about being on a film set, and there is kind of a bit more, a little bit leeway and kind of a bigger scope. Um, that I do enjoy, but, but then, you know, so I want to maybe say lean towards that because there are other TV shows where, you know, I've done some things like uh, the Blacklist or network stuff where, you know, you do get your time, but there is kind of like this machine going where there is this kind of more, there's this more of a deadline. Right. And it's like, okay, we really got to get this going. You know, the episode, like they already have like, oh, the episode is got to be, you know, mm-hmm. it's got to be on the next, you know, the next, you know, next month. Mm-hmm. So there is a quicker, there is a quick, uh, quicker uh, situation as far as uh, you know how many takes you might do, how many setups. Right. But again, on that hand, I kind of like that too, in the sense that it's like you really, you know, with anything, look, you got to be prepared. You show up prepared, and then you kind of collaborate and you kind of let go of things or you discover things like that. Mm-hmm. Again, I think I'm kind of veering here and there, but overall, yeah, I think I do. Uh, I do enjoy working on a film, especially like a studio film or independent. But sure. again, I think the cool thing is now there's so many TV projects now uh, that are just so ridiculously filmmaking, cinematic. Especially, you know, I mean, you're watching like The Mandalorian now and all these other things. It's like it's these are either and film directors are directing mm-hmm. a lot of TV, yeah, like Fincher and Favreau and you know and Scorsese. So it's like. Absolutely. Wholeheartedly agree. We both just finished watching the first episode of The Mandalorian, and the whole time I'm thinking Clint Eastwood in Unforgiven. I mean, you know, Favreau described it as a Western, and it sure enough looked like And you're right. I think these budgets and the production value that they're putting into the streaming, you know, services and and their projects have changed the game. You're absolutely right on that. Um, It's great. Okay, so let's jump in because, I I mean – 21 Bridges, dude. It's going to be huge, man. I, I just, I feel like no, this I'm film. To, I'm trying to stay cool about this, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, fanboy out. I'm totally fanboying out. I think this is, yeah. I, I mean, to be able to jump into a project, first of all, I mean, in a time right now that everything is going on, to have this scope where we're actually going to highlight, you know, the police and, 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 exactly. and all yeah. this story, it, it, it's, the timing couldn't be better. Agreed. And then you've got the freaking Russo brothers involved on it, man, and that the Cast is yeah. phenomenal. Talk about it, bro. Yeah. How did this all come about? How'd you get involved? And talk yeah. about your character a little bit, man. Sure. Yeah. Of course, I'd love to. I mean, this is just kind of a, a situation where I just and, and you probably hear this a lot. It's like, and you know, I didn't expect. You know, I, I literally, you know, I went in for, um, you know, A.B. Kaufman in New York um, is is kind of a legendary casting director. I went in. For, uh, for her on a few other films before didn't get the part mm-hmm. went in for a 20 you know this film called 21 bridges literally read for her like once we did a take or two and then three or four months later my agent called me and said hey do you remember that film 
that Chadwick Boseman film, or I think he said Twenty One Bridge, you know, film, you know, Twenty One Bridges movie that you auditioned for like three or four months ago. I'm like, yeah, like the one that Chadwick Boseman's in. It's like, yeah, yeah, like they want to offer you this part. You're gonna be in Philly, blah blah blah. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> like it was, it was really like that. It was a thing where, where, and and you know, you hear these stories, but you don't really believe them until you, it happens to you. Right. So it was something that was very kind of just a thing where I, I you know, I was with the casting director who carried weight. Mm-hmm. I did, a, I did, you know, my own version of a kind of thing that they enjoyed uh, and I got the offer and I, um, and then it was really when I got the um, when I got the part Chadwick Boseman was the only actor attached yeah. um, but then literally so okay I, but I knew that you know that was a, that was a good thing in and of itself because mm-hmm. obviously he's a well respected actor and he's really a character actor you know definitely um, uh, you know from all the other uh, people he's played so then okay so he becomes attached and then it's like the next thing I read in Deadline it's like Tina Miller Jackie Simmons Taylor Kitsch Stefan James and I'm like oh damn yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like okay this is really good like you know uh, these are all really great actors again a lot of these actors like they're the leading qualities but they're really character actors which I love mm-hmm. um, so yeah so we uh, basically once that and the Rooster Brothers and again Rooster Brothers uh, is, is amazing because I just love and, and again you guys probably agree like they're, they're fanboys they're cinephiles as well oh yeah, yeah absolutely like, I, it's like they took the Winter Soldier right and it's like they made you know it was a comic book film if you will whatever you want to call it um, and they really they really took they made it a 70s political thriller like kind of all the president's men or, absolutely you know, um, uh you know whatever a lot of the redford stuff in the 70s so that you know so again i was like this is all cool this is great uh dp is great um and then so basically uh I, lieutenant kelly my character is basically so i'll give you kind of a quick the plot obviously you know 21 bridges are involved you know you know that part mm-hmm. um but basically, you know, there's a drug bust that goes wrong and about eight, eight cops are, are, are brutally murdered, um, a, a specific unit that happens to be the unit I'm also in. Mm-hmm. So anyway, Chadwick Boseman characters come in, uh, he plays Andre Davis, and he, the way to catch these killers is to close all bridges and tunnels and also just flood, the, flood the, uh, Manhattan mm-hmm. with just NYPD. So the captain of the unit uh, is J.K. Simmons, uh, and I play one of his top lieutenants. So I, I assist, you know, he sends me on my way with other uh, with other uh, police officers to kind of, you know, avenge our, our, our boys in blue. And, and Lieutenant Kelly is a cool character because not only does he have personal stakes to, you know, the, the kind of catalyst, the, the kind of drive to the film, but he's really a character uh, that is really... Is, is, is he's loyal but he's a man of action he's really like I'm gonna go for it mm-hmm. I'm kind of I'm a, I'm, I'm a walker I'm a, not a talker and he really is relentless he's resilient and he's just gonna really do whatever needs to be done and he's, he's you know he might be he's, he's a brave he's a brave uh, guy which so that's always fun to play Oh yeah, man, and and dude, congratulations! Because I mean, lieutenant, like you said, this isn't officer number one, or right. you know, like like <laughs> yeah. lieutenant, you know, yeah. lieutenant. So that that oh, that's got to be so amazing to be able to to to. Did you do a lot of research with the brothers in blue? Did you did you like spend a lot of time with them, or how'd you prepare for it? Yeah, well, I mean, the cool thing is, is that you know, again, I didn't have a lot of preparation right before I shot. But the good thing is, is as you know, if you look at my IMDb credits or mm-hmm. you see some of my reels. I have played law enforcement agents before. It's just kind of a thing that I never thought I'd be playing. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but it's something that I've been cast as and I've been able to use that and it's my advantage. So, fortunately, I had some training uh, with some weapons and tactics on previous stuff I've, I've filmed. Mm-hmm. 
which was good. And also I have a cousin in law enforcement in the family, so I was able to uh, talk to him about some things. I didn't go any ride-alongs or anything like that, but I also, I think what was important for me was, you know, I had the, the skill set from prior work, but I did re- kind of really research into the, the, the kind of the NYPD chain of command. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, because again, you know, I played, you know, uniformed cops on like girls or, uh, you know, some other, you know, death, death cops at, uh, in some other shows. Right. Um, but being a lieutenant, you know, that was important. So I did research like what it took to be a lieutenant because that is really a, a, a position that, that is respected and a lot of training is involved in multiple degrees. So I really just was like wanted to make sure I just physically and mentally embodied that and, mm-hmm. and really honored, honored that um, position. That's fantastic. And I got to ask, of course, because I'm a huge, huge fan of J.K. That dude, he's oh, yeah. so intense, man. What's it like going toe-to-toe or face-to-face with J.K., bro? Well, you know, I know. I'm such again, like, yeah, that was, that was a surreal thing. Like, I had a moment on set where I was like, okay, let me pinch, uh, like, pinch myself. Let me just take a breath here. <laughs> Real quick. Like, this is insane. But then I was like, okay, he's my scene partner. We're scene partners. This is my, this is my job. Let's do this. So, JK, you know, again, he was super chill, to be honest with you. Like, he was, he's been a veteran for years. And I th- he's definitely an actor, you know, because I definitely took, went into this experience as a learning experience, you know, mm-hmm. as far as like, I'm going to watch them and see how how they you know everyone's got a a different way but jk was very chill um off camera as far as just uh you know when we had to do some scenes he obviously was you know very you know quiet and preparing and doing his own thing which i like to do as well just to get in the moment depending on too or sometimes you know you you, you're just kind of it depends on the day but he was funny um yeah he was just laid back uh it wasn't like you know maybe on the set of whiplash he might have been different (laughs) right right It was funny, man. He was he was cool. Yeah, he he uh, had some. He had a funny story just about just a little tidbit story. Like we were just talking about like getting killed in a film or a TV show before, just because we played some stuff like that. And he there was this remake of this movie called The Jackal in the '90s with Bruce Willis. Right. You, know, you guys probably you know. But he was telling me that was kind of one of his first film jobs, and uh, he he ended up getting shot and he landed in a really awkward, uncomfortable position. And then for like the next two or three days, little little known to him, like he had to he had to uh, stay in that position. So he's like, listen, man, you know, oh, shit. yeah, yeah, it was kind of funny. He's like, just you know, now I just land on my stomach on my back. So I thought that was a little <laughs> <laughs> that's fantastic. I that's know. a great story, man. Because right. it's little things like that, you know, like you said, coming from the background that you came in, you know, and ha- being behind the camera, you can kind of see those little things that happen to actors and everything. But to oh, actually yeah. hear that, you know, you're like, oh no, I'm gonna make this look real good. I'm gonna go into the wall. And I'm gonna. Exactly. What do you mean I gotta do it for three more days? What? Yeah, like, exactly. There's <laughs> so much more. There's, there's yeah, so totally. much more stuff that uh, goes into it than people see. Exactly. And again, with JK, like, look, like, again, I guess what the the question really like, you know, I'm look, I'm again, it's a thing where with anything, you 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 deserve to be where you are, and and eventually you, you set off your brain saying, okay, this is an Oscar winner. I I've been watching this guy not only at Whiplash, but him playing J. Jonah Jameson in, in the in the the uh, the, the Tobey Maguire Spider Man, mm-hmm. and you kind of shut that off. You chill out, you know, talk, and then you you're you're we're scene partners, we're collaborators, we're working together. I I need him, he needs me. You know what I mean? So it's like that's how it's you know. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Freaking love that man. And what about the main man himself, Chadwick Boseman? What was he like oh, on yeah. set? He is he was great to watch as well because. 
again, I, again, it's it's just like I. It was, this was a cool film to really, you know, I've I've been able to work with some people I really respect, and, and this was another opportunity where, you know, it's like you find yourself working with these people, you know, watching him playing Jackie Robinson, and James oh Brown, yeah, and yeah, Black Panther, and and all these other characters. I really, um, you know, wanted to just watch, and he was really, um, really focused. You know, he's also an executive producer on the film. So he really just wanted to kind of make sure everything was was the best it could be, and I watched him, and he was actually very helpful for me personally mm -hmm. with some of the technical aspects of filmmaking. That is another thing that you don't realize. I mean, I didn't realize. I mean, as much that it, not that it's, it's it's obviously it's just as important, but there is something to like the technical aspect of blocking and certain things and and kind of doing little movements on the fly for the camera that right. you got to kind of do quick. And and he was really helpful with that because. Again, coming from his background, especially after working on, you know, the Avenger films where there's a lot of stunt and there's a lot of fight choreography. Right. Um, that was something for me that I didn't have a lot of experience in. Mm -hmm. So he was able to kind of like, you know, help me out quickly if we were doing something, we were adding something. So it was, that was also like a really, that was another, that was like a trip too. I was like, damn, I'm like, what? All right, cool. Like, let's do it. You know, it was, it was great. It was, it was nuts, man. I love that, though, because you, you clearly you're a fan of what you do. Oh, like yeah. you said, you have the passion of what you do. But I also love, and you're, you're one of several guests who have said this, and I think it's really important because we have a lot of listeners who are trying to get into the industry. But one thing that you said that really sticks out, and it's almost word for word what we've had other guests say, you belong there. You earned yeah. your spot there. So exactly. it's great that you can sit back and acknowledge, wow, I'm across from such and such, and I can learn so much but also know I belong here I earned my way here I think that's yeah. so good when we hear people say that because uh, you can do both you can say I'm yeah. good enough to have gotten to this spot but yeah. I'm also realizing I can learn a lot from the person exactly. I'm sitting across from so oh yeah that, I mean that's, that well, that's brilliant man well thank you I mean it's really that's really nice of both of you saying I really think again this really goes I, I truly believe like in any in any business or any profession like there has to be this self-worth right just even mm -hmm. as a human being so you know it took me a while to get there but i think with anything if you love what you do right if or if you have the, that urge and that again i'll use the word passion again that drive i think i like the word drive Hell yeah to, to right to like to, to just that you want to get better you want to learn as much as you can do i think they're got there once you accumulate all that there really is because guess what like you need like that other attitude that's not gonna work nope. really, you know it's not it's not gonna you're not gonna you're not gonna reach your, your potential whatever that potential or ceiling might be yeah. exactly so, agree. Yeah. exactly i agree i mean we talk about it all the time you can't like you can't be too cocky but it's like you have to be confident you have to believe exactly. in yourself that you can do it because if you don't believe in yourself and you think you're not good enough then it's just not gonna happen it's exactly. gonna, and no, it's gonna no, show it's, like look if i didn't yeah like no like my agent or manager's not gonna want to send me out for, for projects they're not like you know and now i'm at a point where uh you know yeah like i even kind of like ad libs and stuff on the set just because it felt sure. right nice. and like i did and like i think they added some of that in the film but to be honest with you like when i was first starting out you know i didn't have so much training and but i got an agent and i was doing some parts and i think there was just a, a part of me that was just happy to be there and i didn't want to screw anything up i didn't want to rustle any feathers right. or like speak up yeah so i kind of didn't but you know then now uh, it's, it's different now you know so absolutely absolutely yeah. all right well i gotta ask because you know you brought up jk with playing jay jonah and now he's in the mcu as jay jonah too at least in the last spider-man spoilers yeah, yeah, for anybody yeah. spoiler and yeah, black panther yeah black panther himself chadwick and the russo brothers so i gotta ask dude 
do you want to go into the MCU? And and, <laughs> and who do you want to play, bro? Who would you who would you kill to play oh, a, as a character God. in the MCU, man? Yeah, you know, um, I haven't really thought about that, but you know, I, I of course I would. Um, <laughs> you know, and, and of course, and I think it's cool too because randomly, um, I have a family member. He's, he's my mother's, uh, one of my mother's cousin. He was actually editor in chief for Marvel. He was a he was a writer for Marvel for nice. years. His name, is, his name is Tom DeFalco. Yeah, um, yeah, man. I'm yeah, a huge so comic like, geek, bro, so I know who you're talking about. Uh, cool, yeah. cool, yeah. So I mean, again, like it's kind of been in my blood for a long time. Uh, like that kind of uh, comic book kind of world. So, of course, I'd love to do that. I think for me, you know, to really think about it, the character, the type of character that uh, I really would kind of fit into as far as, I don't know who that would be yet, but maybe you guys can throw some of some stuff out. But I'm really kind of my, my thing is, my niche is really playing characters, kind of troubled or traumatic characters that are like kind of in the midst or in the throes of like an identity crisis or an existential crisis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... Again, like, uh, I'm trying to think of, like, a person, but it would be, it almost be, like, someone who's, like, am I good enough, you know, or am I, or am I, you know, or he's going through something where he's, like, you know, he is the hero, he's struggling with some stuff, so. Sure, sure. So many, you know, man. The, yeah, the, the opportunities there are, are immense. Endless, and, yeah. and now that, now that you know, the MCU is both on the streaming service, you know, with Disney Plus and in the yeah. theater, dude, so many opportunities. Well, we're just going to throw that out there. Hopefully, you know, well, hey, Russo well, brothers, you know, let's get let's hey, get it happen. I mean, hey, listen, I mean, I, I can't really, I don't know what I just auditioned for today, but I definitely signed a non-disclosure agreement for an untitled Marvel project. So. Uh, there you oh, go. Sure. Oh, yeah. Dude, fantastic. Yeah, we've had so many many guests on that have been in marvel projects and dude the clandestine operation that yeah, the auditioning like process is, is yeah like dude you do not know what's happening like <laughs> yeah it's so crazy man well listen what we also like to do towards the end and i mean because yeah. this has just been really fun interview but like i said yeah. we've got a lot of listeners out there that are trying to get in trying to crack the you know the door yeah. and get through and everything what advice would you have to give to some people trying to get in and maybe more importantly what pitfalls would you try to say to avoid if you're trying to get into the industry sure sure well i mean the first thing that comes to my head is if you again if this is something you want to do do it and don't give up like just stay in this it's it's not it's not about the job it's about the career it's about the you're in, i'm in it for the long haul and, and i think and again it's like if just stay in the game if you will quote unquote because if i quit a few years ago I have. I wouldn't have some of the best roles I've had in my career. I wouldn't be talking to you guys right now. You know what I mean? Right. Um. I so I think like if you if you want to do it, just continue to do it and use use it. And if it drives you, if 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 you know if whatever the quote unquote rejection, if you're fueled by that fire, if you're fueled by okay, like I enjoy and just enjoying the work, not enjoying the results so much, or like this desire to like you know. Uh, I know a lot of actors are. Um, we're not in it for this like you know fame type money type thing it's like i'm in it because of the craft and the, the process of, of of all of this you know so i think enjoy that and once you Absolutely. enjoy that that's all that matters because people are going to recognize that and everything else that happens is going to be a bonus um as far as on the flip side some of the pitfalls maybe um again i think yeah like don't don't get in it don't get involved for the wrong reasons mm-hmm. um uh, also, another thing that I've, I'm constantly reminding myself of, especially when you start going out for bigger stuff or just things that you know, do don't kind of do do your do your own version. Do like show who you are. Yes, right. Because yeah. when I started out, to you know, you get like you know, there's 
again, we probably what we watch tons of movies, tons of TVs. You see a script, and you're kind of like, oh yeah, it's kind, it's like this. They want it like that, and it's like, no, no, just kind of do your like show who your essence of who you are because that's what they want to see. Exactly. They want to see like that person. And then regardless if you're right for that part, they're like, oh, I like this person. He's interesting. I like his choices. Like. Let's use him for something else, or let's keep him on these files because whatever he's doing or, or she's doing, this is something. This is an interesting person that we could, you know, is malleable, and we can we, something special here, you know. Absolutely, definitely, definitely. Man. So I think that's kind of it in a nutshell. Um, yeah, don't give up, man. Don't people don't don't like please. If this is what you want to do, this is a life choice. This is like I said, like I'm doing this, and like the other day, and real quick. Like I was, I got a little stressed out just the other day. I had a few auditions. It was a lot of work, and I was doing some other things. And I was able to do everything what I wanted to. It was great. But the thing that kind of relaxed me, I said, I'm going to be doing this for the rest of my life until I can't do this anymore. Why the hell? So why am I worried about like, like I don't have like this, this like deadline of like, you know what I mean? Like of, of yeah. where it's not going to happen. I'm like, I'm doing this forever. So, so what's what's the problem? Exactly, exactly. Well, I feel like part of that, too, is that us as human beings, we kind of have this, like, this clock, this ideological clock of what needs to be done at this date, at this time, at this age. So, yeah, I feel where you're coming from, man. I really do. I like your approach, though. Like, if you know this is what you're going to be doing, it's okay if you have a day where you don't get anything because you're going to be doing it again tomorrow. So it's okay. Yeah, yeah. I love that approach. Even, like, years from now. Exactly. 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 I think that's great advice, man. I think that's really valuable advice for all the people out there trying to do it. And uh, just, like I said, man, congratulations on everything. You seem to be – I just love the enthusiasm and the drive and the passion that you have for the industry. Big things coming your way, I'm sure. 21 Bridge is just going to be a – uh, the first of many huge projects I'm thinking yeah, and um, yeah man just really this has been a fun conversation we really appreciate you coming on and open invite man anytime you want to come back on and shoot the shit and talk about whatever you want man always welcome seriously, seriously. I love that I would love to do that it was, it's been a blast yeah. awesome right, dude you have a great rest of the week and uh, we'll be talking to you soon man alright sounds good Alright man, take care. Alright, bye. Right, bye. That guy, he was real. Yeah, <laughs> I really just I, I mean that. straight from Brooklyn. Yeah, you know exactly. he's gotta be real. No. But I mean, yeah, dude. I mean that's I mean we hear it over and over, but every time that it's cemented or reinforced mm-hmm. by guest after guest after guest. Passion, 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 exactly. drive, 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 and confidence. Exactly. And you have to be in it for the long haul. Yep. And another thing that he said that I, that we've heard numerous times, and I agree with wholeheartedly, and I know you do too. You got to do it for the right reason. Yep. If you if you want to do this because you want to be famous and rich, then that's, that's yeah, not, not it. You shouldn't be doing it because guess what? Most of the time, you're never going to get famous and rich exactly. doing it that way. I yeah. love how he just enjoys the process of doing things. Right. That's when the fun is. I mean, we were just watching that. Uh, Jeff Goldblum documentary series. He was like, we actually like the process of working our way up to something rather than getting the gratification from that. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, man, great guest. Yeah, man. Seriously. Thank you again, Darren, for coming on the show.